Hi, I'm Brandy. And I'm Angelina. And welcome to Talk 40 to Me. We're having all the candid conversations you'd have with your bestie. Join us as we unpack life in our 40s and all the questions that led up to this next chapter. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Talk 40 to Me. And you are Brandy. Oh. And I am Angelina. (laughs) I think they know our voices by now. I think so. But it's kind of fun. We can mix it up. We could be like, that's Brandy. And that's Angelina. We could introduce each other sometimes, maybe. Sure. That works. Why not? Why not? Today is another one-on-one episode with Angelina and I, and we have a jam-packed session today. I didn't realize how much happens in life when you wait a few weeks to do another one-on-one episode. So I think we should start with, let's recap. Oh, wait. You have a quote. I do. Let's go back to Angelina's quote of the week. Okay, guess what this is from? And this will lead into something we talk about later. I'm not crazy. I've just been in a very bad mood for 40 years. Who said it? Kind of more like, I'm not crazy. I've just been in a very bad mood for 40 years. Oh, man. Where is that from? It's set in the town where you went to school. Oh, oh, the Magnolias? Yes. Oh, it was Weezer, huh? That's Weezer. That's Weezer Boudreaux from Steel Magnolias. Y'all know we love our movies and TV, so that's something we're going to talk about in a little bit. I like that. Yeah. Good job. Thanks. Thanks. I tried. I thought you'd get it on the spot. Well, it just, it took a minute. It's clearly. too much pressure, I think, probably. You know, I don't think well on my feet like that. I got to be prepared. <laughs> so today we are going to recap because we have updates from our last conversation. Oh, Yes. And then we are going to talk a little bit about, should we talk about our poll results? I think we should talk about our poll results to lead into a new project, a new initiative we have with, with Talk 40 to Me. And then we'll talk a little bit about some career transitions and midlife changes and then fall fashion and travel destinations like holiday stuff. So, okay. Let's dive into this. Okay. I, okay. Last episode, we talked a little bit about one. We we talked about toilet paper. That was one of the questions. Do you put your toilet paper up or do you put your toilet paper down? And mm-hmm. then you made a comment, I believe, about toilet paper being just set on top of the toilet paper roll as a yeah. statement. <laughs> yeah. My husband was <laughs> home this past week. And he felt the need to remind me on how much he replaced the toilet paper roll. And this is what happens when your husband listens to your podcast. Yes. Because now he's like, I need to remind her. You want to know what role. he did? He left. I walked into the toilet room. And what did I find? He sat it on top. He did. He set the toilet paper on top. Because you said you could do that to piss off your spouse. (laughs) (laughs) You gave yourself away. (laughs) I did. Douche. You're like, oh, Um, man. You had a toilet paper update too, right? Okay. Do you use Charmin? Okay. Charmin Ultra Soft is the only thing that I use. It is the requirement. He went to Costco one time and got like Kirkland. (gasps) Josh did that to me one time. And I was like, never again. (laughs) I told him, I said, let me tell you something right now. (laughs) I don't play when it comes to toilet paper. I don't do thin toilet paper. I don't do anything but Charmin Ultra Soft. That is my go-to toilet paper. Don't mess with me You're when like, it I'm comes to toilet paper. hard in my life to afford Charmin. I can afford Charmin. And if you catch it on sale, sometimes it ends up being the same price as the Kirkland brand. But let me say this. The Charmin has the new, I guess this is a new thing. Have you noticed when you tear it off, it's like got this pretty little like tear? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I was like, when did they do this? This is yeah, so fancy. Yeah, they got fancy. Charmin got even fancier than than usual. Yeah. I was like, 
it like actually made me happy. <laughs> so that was my joy for the day yesterday. Nostalgic memory. This is so random. I can't even believe I'm saying this. So every time I went to my grandma's house, like I would always wonder, like, how does she get such soft toilet paper? Like, where does she get her soft toilet paper from? Like, is this some kind of special toilet paper? And it was Charmin Ultra Soft. But for whatever reason, I don't know why, but it's always different at my grandma's house. Like, it's even softer. Yeah, it's just sort of, my granny had pink toilet paper for a long time. Pink? Where do you find pink toilet paper? Girl, it was the 80s. I don't know. But I remember loving that toilet paper. It's funny, like, the things at your grandparents' house that just, like, feel better, taste better. It's like... If it was at your grandma's house, it's better. New poll question. Right. What was is your favorite nostalgic memory at your grandparents' house? I love that. Because babies of the 80s, we spent a lot of time at our grandparents. Oh, yes. That's something that I think doesn't happen as much today because people don't live in the same city. But like summers, that's where I was. I was with my grandparents. So yep. fun memory. I like that. So grannies have better toilet paper, apparently. Apparently they do, even when you buy the same one. I don't know. There's something about it. <laughs> Second thing, as an update from our last one-on-one -on -one episode, we talked about favorite TV shows. And then we did a poll on if anyone would be interested in like a TV club. And we actually had a really good response. So Many thanks to all of you who participated in our polls. It was so much fun to yes. see your responses. We're going to have to do that more often because we love oh, that man. you guys engaged with us. It was so much fun. So a couple of things that we found out. One, our audience wants to hear more about health and wellness. So we do have a few people lined up this season with mental health and uh, relationships. So those are to come very soon. And then the other thing was that there was actually interest, which made like it filled my cup to hear that there's interest in doing a TV club. So Angelina <laughs> and I have a plan in place where we're launching this TV club. Angelina, would you like to share? Yes. So for those of you who have been listening for some time, you probably know that Brandy has tried to join book clubs and she just doesn't read much unless it's like a self-help book. She struggles with those fiction reads. She and likes biographies. To yeah. And self-help are my favorites. But fiction, she's, it ain't happening. I try so, so hard. I know. But Brandy goes for the social aspect of the book club. I drive an hour to visit with my book club. Hour one great. way. And I love them so much. They're my, like some of my dearest friends here in, in the Metroplex, but they, they have come to accept me for who I am. So we decided this is going to be our TV club. So we're going to start with a movie and a TV show. And we think, because why not? It's Halloween is over. So in our head, it's officially Christmas, except for the like one day that Thanksgiving gets. Happy holidays. <laughs> so it's going to be a holiday movie. So the way this is going to work is... You have the movie to watch before the next episode, before our next one-to-one. -one. So it'll give you about a month. And then we'll try to say, what, two two to three episodes for the show? Yeah, I think and, so. And we'll discuss. So we don't want to give any spoiler alerts. But so this movie was last year on Netflix. It's called The Holiday. And it's with Emma Roberts, and I don't know the guy's name, but super cute movie. It's like funny, cheesy, classic holiday. If you haven't seen it, it's one of the ones that I'll watch again. I'll rewatch that movie. So we're launching that. So everybody, if you want to get into the Christmas spirit with us, watch The Holiday on Netflix, and we'll discuss in our next episode. And then our TV show, I'm excited about this one because I actually haven't watched it. And it is a favorite of Brandy's. If you, I'm so excited. It's bursting at the seams. What is it? Oh, you want me to what? tell? I mean, you're so excited. I feel like you should say what it is. All right. I really hope you guys have Apple TV because we are watching the morning show. We're jumping into the morning show. We're three Yay. seasons in, but we're going to start from the beginning. And we 
I'm thinking maybe we do like what two episodes for episode? every one, huh? Is it like an hour? How long is each episode? I think so. Yeah, so I think two. So maybe two, two. episodes for every. Well, it might be four up, maybe potentially four episodes if we only talk about it once a month. Yeah, so then we'll, we'll aim for three to four. We're gonna we're 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 kicking this off. We're winging this with you guys. So flying, if it feels we're like too much, the plan is we're building it. Yes. Um, if it feels like too much, you don't have time to watch four episodes between now and next month. You know, we'll do a poll and y'all let us know. Yes. But, so that's what we're gonna do. The morning show is our TV show, and then the holiday is our movie. So yes. I like to watch this stuff because I know a lot of people are like, how do you find time? Two times that I find time to watch TV by myself in the tub I like to watch tv in the tub and when i'm folding laundry which i know is not super exciting but that's nobody wants to bother me because they don't want to be asked to fold the laundry with me so it's a good time for me to watch so however you find your time we'll watch and we'll discuss and then we'll have some polls around it as well so you guys can engage prior to the next episode and then we'll share what we talked about in our polls yeah, and we would really love to be able to share our audience's feedback from the polls in our episodes where we're recording. So yes. if you guys could please participate, I am super excited about this. I really, really hope that you guys have access to Apple TV because it is such a good show. Last night, I can't deal. I, wa I watched this week's episode last night. And what season are you on? I'm on three okay. and season well, three comes to an end next week. And I'm super excited about one. That's how I felt when Ken Lasso ended. I was just like, oh, so sad. But so we will put the polls up. So it will be like more than a month sooner because we record, you know, at least a week. After. So yeah, engage with us. We'll put those polls up there for you guys. So join the Talk 40 TV club. And we have some really fun things planned for like ratings. Like yes. how would you rate this episode? Yeah. I mean, this was Brandy's brainchild, if you will. She had just always said, wouldn't it be so great if we had a TV club instead of a book club? So um, everything is going to be rated from um, one to five Brandy's. It'll, it'll basically be Brandy's head um, instead of stars. <laughs> and so... <laughs> that'll be your rating so kind of like think like rotten tomatoes but it's talk 40 tv club and we rate with brandy heads just picture a little head bouncing around and that is our rating for the shows and we're going to ask you to give your ratings and let us know what you think yes. oh and tip for apple tv if you have an iphone typically you can get three months free through your apple through an I think probably like majority of people probably have an iPhone. So if, take advantage of that. And then you could get the three months free and watch the show with us. And I think if you have T-Mobile, I feel like T-Mobile also offers some like. Yeah, a lot, things a lot of with, the subscriptions like Verizon, mm -hmm. T-Mobile. Yeah. So, so if you don't have Apple TV and you're not paying for it, look into your service provider and see if they offer something for you. There yeah, you go. go. Ta-da. Helpful hint of the day. So TV club, when we come back next session, what you got for us next? So since we just talked about something that I'm very passionate about, which is TV, let's <laughs> talk about something that you're passionate about, which is fashion and style. <laughs> so I know March to Brandy's dismay, the weather is cold. I know that's not your favorite thing. No, I have my space heater in my office, my I home office for that matter. So my office office at work, so cold. Like I cannot even, something's up with the HVAC in the office. They actually need to like replace the whole thing. It's like a freezer in there. And so it's even worse in the winter, but I digress. Brandy doesn't like the cold. However, I like the fashion that comes with the cold. So like... You remember, was it last year that I finally convinced you to, to get a hat, like a fall girl? like a I did fall, get a fall girl hat. hat. I've only worn it once and it was for our family pictures. And it was so cute. 
It was so super cute. So that's the kind of stuff that I love. I love sweater weather. I'm just a big fan of sweater weather. I don't know about y'all, but I love all the things. And I got this really cute set that I got to wear yesterday. It's a sweater and a skirt and they match. And it's cream. Where did you get it from? This little boutique by my house. Of course. You always and get it from boutiques. Well, I signed back up for... Stitch. Mm-hmm. I still do Stitch Fix. I, I have did... I'm not doing it as often, but I am doing it. I did daily look. And, you know, it just... Daily look did not work for me. I haven't heard of that one. It's like a Stitch Fix, but mm, not so much. So no. I got my first stitch in. And... Um, the sweaters were like super cozy and comfy and soft. And I went to PT cause I am getting my pelvic floor tune ups yeah. and my PT was wearing a sweater and I was like, oh my gosh, I think I scared her. <laughs> I said, do you get stitch fix? And she's like, I do. And I'm like, I have that sweater. <laughs> <laughs> they sent me some shoes last time and I was pretty excited. And that's actually part of what I wore with my little sweater set yesterday. These like heeled mules, I guess you cute, cute, you know, but they're open in the back. Can you post that or tag, yes. tag us to or post something? I'm sure you shade. put it on your personal social, not your personal social, but you know, your I did other yesterday. Social. And then they also sent me some black boots that I normally, I would never have picked out because they're like really chunky and casual. Like they're super on trend, but Oh my God, so comfortable. And my 21 year old godchild was like, oh, Nanny, those are really cute. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'm doing something right. It's like the young kids think I look good. Because this is probably more of a New Orleans thing than anywhere else. Angelina just said Nanny. That does not mean that Angelina is her godchild's Nanny. Just to lend some clarity there that uh, Nanny and Perrin in the Southern Louisiana hemisphere is godmother and godfather. So that's what we call our godparents. Just just wanted to clarify yep. that for a little bit, for a few people. I'm glad you said that because I actually uh, had a friend that's not from here that kept hearing my kids say nanny, nanny, nanny. And she thought that my sister-in-law like was my nanny, like that we were like rich and had a nanny. <laughs> we didn't talk about Halloween. What about it? Oh, well, not Halloween related, but the Texas Rangers won the World Series. Yes, I saw that. We watched the game. Congratulations to the Rangers. Um, Congratulations, an, Rangers. I know. I will say I am an Astros fan, so I was pulling for the Astros originally, but then when the Rangers beat them, I'm like, okay, I'm with the Rangers now. Yes. So it was a We're good game. Super stoked. I know this is like yesterday's news by the time we air, but there's several school districts that have shut down for the parade today. Oh, my kids' school district did not shut down, but other school districts have, and they're having a huge party at oh. Globe Life Stadium and in, in Arlington, and it's a big to do. So, and this is the excited. first time they've ever won, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. They have, they went to the World Series several years ago. They did not win. Right. And it is my understanding, first time in their history that they have won. That, that is exciting news. But, what do you have to say about Halloween? I don't know. For Halloween, we had a, we had a great <laughs> Halloween. I just thought it was like super comical that our neighborhood gets like really into Halloween. Yeah, ours too. And one of the streets has essentially like a block party. Mm -hmm. And instead of handing out candy, they were doing hot dogs. So we had pizza at a friend's house. We all like loaded up on our golf carts and started riding around and it was so much fun. And I just like had a moment where I was pinching myself because I thought it was amazing and hilarious that my oldest was like, mommy, I got to go get a hot dog. Like so <laughs> as he's trick or treating, he's eating his hot dog as he's going to other houses, trick or treating. It's cute. Ours was hot chocolate. So there's one house that always does popsicles. Oh, and they, because it was so cold, instead of doing popsicles, they did hot chocolate. And then we had oh. another house that had a full on cotton candy machine. Wow. Yeah. 
that's spinning. Yeah. Spinning cotton candy for the kids. That's really fun. It's just, it's bananas. Like Halloween isn't. It's a whole big thing in our neighborhoods. Yeah. I've never experienced that part of it before. Like it's It's not like when we were kids Mm -mm. and they get some good candy too. No kidding. We didn't get that kind of candy. We got like chiclets. (laughs) (laughs) You remember those? I actually used to like them. Oh God. I would always be like, "Ah." you know, but our neighborhood, my kids came back with whole candy bars. We'll have to show a picture of what I sent you guys on the first child versus the second child picture, because as my kids were sorting out their candy, my oldest (laughs) categorized them by like candy bar and put them in a very neat little row. And then my youngest just had like, it was just a complete mess. Yeah, that was my youngest. Him and his friend actually started a game of Uno and they were gambling their candy over (laughs) Uno game. That's I'm hilarious. Like, I'm like, I don't know if I should be proud or concerned, but I'm like, get me some Reese's. <laughs> <laughs> so in, in terms of sweets, hot sweets and eats, holiday treats, mm-hmm. um, my friend Mary, who was actually, a, she was a guest on episode one, not episode one, season one. What was Mary's episode? The NICU episode. It was very early on. It was one of our yes. very first episodes. One of our very it first episodes. So good. We so had good. yeah. We had three moms. Three moms, two NICU moms, one nurse. So if you have had a child in the NICU, know someone who's had a child mm-hmm. in the NICU, you might really appreciate this episode. Mm-hmm. Well, Mary shares my love for all things holiday. And she knows that I'm obsessed with peppermint chocolate. So she sent me Target has a peppermint snowflake bark. So it's peppermint bark, but they're little, they're like this smaller size and they're shaped like snowflakes. Oh, that's cute. It's really cute. Like, I think it could be really cute, like to display on like a board or something. And I wanted to ask you for your recipe, however you made that peppermint bark. Was it last year? Mm -hmm. So good. It was so good. Um, Enjoy life chocolates. I had to order the white chocolate, the white chocolate from their website. And I got the, I mean, you can either get like your dark chocolate from the store or order from them too, or their semi-sweet chocolate. And I crushed peppermints and I had a little bit of peppermint oil that I mixed into the melted chocolate The peppermint, and um, I froze it. But I usually use coconut oil to like melt the chocolate Mm -hmm. down. I find that works best. But I put too much. So every time I took it out of the freezer, it sort of disintegrated. It was really hard to like harden. I think I did a second batch where I used a little bit less. So you only want to use a tiny, tiny bit of- Just enough to thin it out, I guess. I guess just enough to like help it melt without hardening immediately. Right. Okay. Mm. I'm going to have to try that. It was really good, wasn't it? It was delicious. And I already had a peppermint bark latte. Yeah. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, Angelina. <laughs> you don't need. Let me tell you something. I like. Apparently, there's been a lot that's happened with me this. Season. I do have a. Let me tell you something. Even though we're not there yet. Well, I'm giving you all of mine now. Okay, go ahead. I have not been doing lattes, and I have rarely been doing coffee. And if I have coffee, it might be like four ounces with a bunch of oat milk. But I same. Really that was been, my treat yesterday. Yeah, I've been leaning into more of the matcha and tea. Same. And yesterday, I just felt a little bit anxious in the morning. So I withheld any caffeine. Yeah. And the husband and I did a lunch date. Nice. And at, after that lunch date at Gloria's, I mm. felt myself like diving into a slump. And I'm like, you know what? Let's go to Starbucks because I'm out of matcha. The matcha that we order from Amazon is not in stock. And I don't know <gasps> when it's going to come back. The Encha? The Encha Matcha ah. is not in stock. And I have yet to receive my subscribe and save. Like I legit have that thing on subscribe and save. I do too. Did you check and on I'm, their website? No, I have not, but I can check that. 
Starbucks nachos are okay. Well, I went there and I asked, I asked, can I tell you how helpful this barista was? You had a million questions, didn't you? I, maybe, but she like fed into it. <laughs> so it's partially her fault. <laughs> um, what did you ask? Well, I said, hey, I don't normally get lattes anymore. I am hoping for a matcha, but I feel like the last time I had your matcha, I didn't really like it. And she's like, do you like it hot or cold? And I'm like, I like it hot. And she's like, yeah, you know, then she started telling me about how their matcha is a little bit sweeter and it, but it's smoother than normal bitter matcha. Like she gave me the, like the whole, like, I don't know, palette, so to speak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, flavor notes. She gave me the flavor notes. Oh, okay. And I said, well, I don't know if I'm going to like that because I don't really sweeten my matcha very much. Right. So I said, you know what? I'll tell you what, I'm cold. I'm going to go with a latte. Here's my latte. Like I do oat milk and I do, it has to be blonde espresso because blonde espresso is the smoothest of the espressos for me. So it's And it has more caffeine. Apparently, yes, it does have more caffeine, but I don't do it for the caffeine content. I do it because it tastes better. Yeah. I learned that when I did, I recorded a, a podcast that used to be on, it was called Nola Famous and it was me and Felton Jones Jr. He is the chief roast master for PJ's Coffee. Interesting. I didn't even know that was a thing, but he sources beans. That's his job, like to go to like different countries. And anyway, so he taught me about that, that the blonde, so the lighter the roast, the higher the caffeine content. Can I sidebar really quick? Why didn't I know about all of these jobs when I was in college? I know, right? Why didn't somebody tell me I could be a chief roast master? Like, that's a cool gig. That is cool. Okay, so back to the Starbucks story really quickly. So I said, you know, I normally don't do a sweetener, but I'm kind of interested in maybe something holiday and festive. White chocolate, toasted white chocolate. No. She said. (laughs) That's my pick. With the blonde roast, the chestnut. Praline, chestnut praline. Praline tastes really great. And she's like, we can give you a couple of pumps. And I'm like, don't give me a couple pumps. I want like a little, a little squirt. Like, give me like a little splash of it. And she's like, I got you. <laughs> if y'all she's could like, see Brandy, she's moving her one finger. Like, oh, squirt. I don't squirt, want squirt. a whole pump. Like, cause you know, they do like this, like they oh, yeah. really put the muscle into it. I'm like, I just want a little, you know, a little squirt. She said, I got you. I'm actually going to make it personally for you. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like a celebrity today. <laughs> Special today. And she's like, let me know what you think. And I tried. I was like, oh, that's really good. So it was a little treat yesterday. I'm going to have to say that. I just need a tiny pump because I asked for the peppermint bark Don't latte. Don't say pump. Well, just I said half splash. sweet. I told them half sweet. Girl, I don't know how many pumps they're putting in a tall. But half sweet was still entirely too sweet for me. I do not understand how people drink it. I used like, to drink it like that. Oh, I, when, I, I don't uh-huh. get it. I couldn't drink it. I was like, this is too sweet. Like I should have said like a half a pump. I used to, I used to do that. So can, what do I say? Do I say a half a pump? Do I say? I say, I say a little splash. A splash. I'm like, don't even give splash. me a half of a pump. Give me a little splash. Just a splash. Sorry. I sound really, I I acknowledge that I sound very high maintenance right now. And I don't mean to call that a titch. A little titch. There you go. Whatever whatever works in your geographical area. Um, I mean, maybe. But you know what? Fast forward two hours. Oh. I found myself cleaning my bathroom. (laughs) Like, I can't take this best. And I was like cleaning my bathroom. I was like cranking away at a presentation. I was like on it, on it, on it. And I told Garrett, I said, I, I forgot what it's like to have a latte. Cause like, I'm like whipping things out. I said, I'm a little like, I feel a little nervous right now cause I got too much caffeine in me, but I'm feeling very productive. And then I said, I wonder what it's like, like, I wonder if this is what it's like to be on like Adderall or something where like, you just like, <laughs> like, just like zoom through all these different things. Like, this is nice. Like I'm being very productive. 
productive, yes, but I assume you would be a little less focused than on Adderall. But hey, you know what? There's an Adderall shortage. So wow. Maybe there's your alternative. There's a very interesting Netflix documentary on Adderall, by the way. You always find this most interesting documentaries. It's fascinating. There's actually two, there's one on Adderall and then there's one on like antidepressants. Oh. On, um, Z- I think it's on specifically on Xanax. Okay. I'll two documentaries on that. They're very interesting. Okay, so let's move on. Is there anything else in fall fashion style and food that you wanted to cover? No, I just had to share my love for peppermint bark and sweater weather. Long live peppermint bark. I love it. Next up, do we want to talk about, you tell me, do you want to talk about gratitude and mindfulness or career transition and midlife changes? Career transition and midlife changes. Sounds good. I have a story for that too, but you go. Okay. This is called talk boarding to me after all. So, and I actually, you know, know a number of women who have made major changes in their, their careers. And I'm talking like huge 180s, like went from, you know, a desk job, you know, in business to going back to nursing school, complete turnaround. And then I'm talking in their 30s and early 40s. And I just think that is so admirable to, because I feel like so many times people are like, it's too late for me, or I'm too old to do this or to make this change. And that's all I really wanted to say is that I feel like, you know, 40 is the new 30. I think we need to not be afraid to like make major life changes. And I made a big jump this year by going back to work full time. And that's been a huge life change. And I was scared. And sometimes I'm still like, oh, a little nervous, but I'm proud of myself for being like, okay, I could do this and make this work. So that's just I wanted to put that out there for anybody that it feels stuck in a job or a career. This isn't it. And you can always pivot. Yeah, totally. Poll number three, as you were talking. Has anyone thought about making a career change? Like in the 40s? That's a great poll. Or have you made a career change in your 40s? I have to say, I very much admire people who just like go out and go after their dreams and whether that's a career change or they decide to go out on their own and do something or start, you know, start like a business, whatever that looks like. And I'm so like drawn to people and their stories and their journeys for that. And I thought, okay, when I left corporate life and decided to kind of start on my own, I thought, yes, I'm going to be one of those people. Um, and, and I still sit here like scratching my head sometimes wondering if that's the right path for me. And so I'm actually looking into career coaches and I've been looking into a career coach for several years now, but I think I'm really close to like potentially pinning one down because they can be very, very pricey. Mm -hmm. And you're not really sure what you're getting out of it. And so there's one person that I'm talking to who focuses on the individual and like helping you to define where you get your energy and like what motivates you career wise. And in that conversation, we were talking about, you know, she's like, she actually opened up my eyes more in terms of there's several different types of career coaches. So there's people like her. And then there's people like if you are a business owner and you feel like you need to take your business to the next level, there are business coaches for that too. So it's really fascinating. And that's something that I'm thinking about doing because I feel like I have found myself just super lost in, in at times, like loving everything that I do, but I'm like, I need to like get more focused and where do I go next? So I think that's something that I've been looking into. I think that's a good idea because I feel like often when you seek out advice or a sounding board, it's usually for a career. You like to be mentored and guided in your career decisions. So I think that would be really good for you. Yeah. And I think the 
hard part about entrepreneur life is that it can be very isolating if you don't have a team yeah. and my personality, I feed off of other people's energy and mm -hmm. I, my cup, like I get more energy as I interact with other people. And so that's kind of a spot where I'm really struggling as an entrepreneur is that I just really miss being around people and being in the presence of others. And so maybe, maybe there's something that we'll uncover with, with this career coaching. Maybe. I like it. It's a good idea. So if anyone else has had a career coach, I'd love to hear more about it. Okay. So we probably need to wrap up soon. Okay. All right, Angelina, you had gratitude and mindfulness as part of one of the topics you wanted to cover. And here's something that I was thinking it would be another great, I hope we don't kill people with these poll questions, but I like, like every time we talk, I'm like, ah, another poll. Like no, people like polls on social. I think I am loving these ideas. What are you apparently, thinking? Apparently, I keep coming up with it. <laughs> like, ooh, poll. Ooh, a poll. I would love to hear what other people are grateful for as we enter into Thanksgiving and the holiday season. Yes. And I know we have the typical, like, we're grateful for our family. We're grateful for um, a roof over our heads. Yes. And, and all of those things, like, 100%. But is there anything else that, like, has really stood out to you in the past year that has made you, like, something work? different? Yeah. That's a lesson we do with our kids, actually. Like, we try to regularly ask them what they're grateful for, but we encourage them to come up with something different than the usual, like you said, than the usual, like, I'm grateful for my friends, my family, the food on my plate. So that could be a good exercise with your kids as well. We typically ask the kids at night, whenever we get around to it, I, I try to make it like, I try to ask the question at the dinner table. If it's not then it's usually like maybe at bedtime or something, but what is your high and low for the day? We do that too. And Easton's is always, his high is always like getting to spend time with my family having dinner with you and i'm like okay i'm kind of feeling like this is your just like this is your standard answer yeah and then he just starts giggling we do that too we do we do that and then we do what's something you did kind for someone and what's something that someone did for you that was kind i like that so it took them a little bit but after like about a week of doing it, now they start to kind of look forward in their day. And I feel like that's been helpful. You know, I need to start reminding them in the morning because I get, I don't know, I don't remember. I think it's good to reflect back on even the little things that make your day special. I have a, let me tell you something. Let's do it. Let me tell you something. Did you know, and this is crazy iPods are being called vintage and they're making a comeback. So I'm thinking about digging up my old iPod shuffle and seeing what I could get for it on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> because apparently it's all the rage now, younger generation. I guess this is a Gen Z thing. They're excited about these vintage, which is so. Uh, you know what punched me in the gut? What's that? When I took the kids to the Halloween store and there was a costume for the 90s. It's probably didn't even look like what we dress like either. Mm. That's sad. The 90s wasn't that long ago. And I feel like it was like, you know, 15 years ago. <laughs> you know what scares me? I, I agree. I remember thinking as a kid, knowing my parents were... 40 like teenagers in the 70s i was like oh my gosh that was so long ago that was right. like forever and my kids are probably thinking that about the 80s and 90s i know and then i remember when my like my mom and dad were in their 40s i remember thinking like oh god so, so old so old no here i sit 41 so just interesting little tidbit. So if you've got an iPod running around, running around, lying around, 
I don't know why I still have it because it, I guess this is a millennial thing. We just hang on to random things that probably don't need. But if you, I don't have a cord for it though. I'm realizing that I don't have a way to. Oh, you're going to go spend a hundred dollars on a cord just because it's vintage. No, I want to try to get, I wanted to just list it and see what would happen with it. Apparently, like, I think I heard like anthropology or uncommon goods, something like that. One of those stores is going to start carrying refurbed um, vintage iPods. For the Do you have an uncommon goods in New Orleans? We don't. I've shopped them online though. Uh, we have one up here in Plano. It's a That's very a, interesting store. It's very unique. I bet it is. I'd be interested to see it. I do have one more. Oh, real quick, something to think about. Have you heard of snail music? You're looking at me like I'm nuts. I you haven't. Don't it's even like, know how to pronounce. Like, how can you say that you a little? Snail mucin, M-U-C-I-N. Is is that like 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 snails that crawl on your face or something? Well, so it's a certain type of snail. So I I, I looked into it because I was curious. Didn't so, like Duan or somebody tell us about this? Yes, Duan mentioned it. Uh, so this is like, if you're on TikTok, it's all over TikTok. It's just all the rage. It's a Korean, it started in Korea, I think. It's a Korean skincare, but these snails are Spanish. I don't know if they get them to dance the flamenco and they They're secrete. Spanish snails from... <laughs> Korea. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. I don't, well, it initially started being produced in Korea, but it's all over the place, but there's this like snail spa place and they're the, how they humanely get the secretion. So it's not the slime. It's almost like how a person I think would sweat like a snail secretes, but apparently this it's a, it's a natural protectant against like UV rays and bacteria and all these things and so it's supposed to be like super good for your skin so that i don't know they figured out a way to bottle this stuff and it's like all the rage in skincare so of course i got one I is it a treatment it. or is it like something like a little lotion it's like a bump. like a gel it looks like a gel it's kind of sticky and you put it on it like it serves like as a, like a hyaluronic acid because they do mix it with hyaluronic so it's the snail mucin and hyaluronic. So instead of your hyaluronic acid, so it'll probably be one of the first steps in your routine after you were a tone. Okay. I thought you were going to tell me like you were going to have snails like secreting on your face or something. Ew, so. no. Well, that's why I was making that face. <laughs> 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 I'm going to go buy a bunch of snails and stick them on my face. I thought, it, I thought you were going to the the wherever the snail spa. The, I did say snail spa. You did. <laughs> well, because they want people to know that the snails are treated really humanely. Yeah, but like a drip pan or something? I don't know. I wondered that. I'm like, how do they actually get it? I need to Google. There's so much more. happening in my mind right now. <laughs> but I've been trying it so far. Like, I really think we need to do social posts about Angelina's like fashion and beauty journeys. Like what does Angelina do next? Because I really will try a lot of different things. You know, one thing we didn't talk about. So before we end, this is probably again, yesterday's news, but Britney Spears came out with her memoir. I have yet to read it or buy it, but it is something that I am considering. She has sold over 1.1 million copies. And I think they're about like, it's like about 20, 25 bucks. I have a friend who read it. She said she couldn't put it down. She's like, she yeah. said it was very juicy. My friends um, have the same thing. She's going to let me borrow hers. I have a thing about it. Okay. So everybody's saying like, it's so good and it's, you know, and, and I do, and Justin hasn't come out and refuted anything she said. However, Brittany's things have been rough, okay, for her. I just kind of wonder, like, how do we know everything is factual? I hate to say that, but that's kind of where my, my brain goes. 
And this is just like one person's recollection of things, right? And then yeah. you the other side to the stories of the people that she's talking about. But on her side, Andy Cohen came out this past week and talked about a woman that was with her. Yep, I read that. In an, you read that? And he like w- came with her to an interview on Watch What Happens. And Andy Cohen said it felt like she was being held captive, like the way she was being treated and spoken to. And Brittany kind of talks about that in the book. So I'm sure there's a good bit. I don't know that the conservatorship was necessarily a bad thing. I knew everybody was like very against it. And I kind of wonder if to some extent, if she did need help, but to this extent, it seemed abused. It did. It seemed abused and extreme. And it almost seemed like that would make a person crazy and lose it and unhappy. Like, just treating the way she was treated and used for her money. It's just sad. It's really sad. And I feel like, look, none of us have insight into her personal life, into what goes on. But when, you know, from the surface, when you look back at the interviews that she had, the pressure that was put on her, mm-hmm and how people seem to use her reputation and her as a celebrity for personal gain for different things i mean that's got to be really hurtful right and you know when you look at her um personal life like the fact that how many times she was asked about like sexual encounters and things like that as a teenager. I mean, I feel like adults should have known better than to ask that they are adults. The questions they were asking her in like public interviews. Right. Right. Flabbergasted. Um, I saw a clip from it was on t- it was I think it was on Instagram. I need to try to find it. It was a reel with a compilation of different interviews with different female celebrities in the 90s and the questions they were asked and the way they were treated. And it, it wasn't, it was like Britney. And then the one that really stuck out, what somebody asked Britney about her breasts. It was like a very, he was like, we know we're going to ask you. Everyone's talking about your breasts. And she's like 17 at this point. They're asking her this question, asking her about her virginity. If she lost her virginity to Justin Timberlake, and then there was one with Howard Stern and Anna Nicole Smith. And he said he brought a scale into the interview and was like, everybody wants to know how much weight you've gained or lost. And so we brought a scale and we want you to weigh yourself today. And she was just like, okay, like, sure. Yeah. It was just gut wrenching. And to think that like, this was like, okay, for people to right. speak to women this way. And right. She- and it's just, it's very sad. And it's, and you can see what it did to people. Yeah, I totally. It's just heartbreaking. And so, I feel like more women now are standing up for that. Like there was this one interview, gosh, I don't even know if I'll be able to find it, but when Scarlett Johansson was on a panel for was it, one of the Marvel, like uh, the Avengers Marvel movies. Movie. Yeah. And they were asking like specific questions about roles to mm-hmm. all the men and then they got to her and was like how did you get your body something about her body something about like getting your weight into the right um how did how did you prep your body basically for the role and she's like are you kidding me i'm didn't not answering that question like why didn't you ask that of my coworkers? right my co-stars why'd you ask that of me yeah she called them out on it and i thought it was really good yeah but you know i commend her for standing up for herself and standing up for, you know, honestly, women in that situation. Yeah. But when you're a teenager and you're being coached, like you have to kind of comply in a way. Right. Who kn- I mean, I don't know what was said, but that's the only thing that I could assume. You know, you're not prepared for those questions. So I could imagine how damaging that is to your self-esteem and... 
to yeah. constantly go back to it and to constantly Insane. be asked people all up in your personal life like man so i can imagine from britney's memoir while some of it may not be reality to everyone else it's her reality right it was right so going back to what i said like how much of it is factual it's like but that was her truth so like she's got friends who have come out and said like that's not true like we tried but in her world that was what was happening so it's like nobody really knows like what was really happening in between right right like what's you know like there's there was her reality reality for the rest of the world and then everything in between like that's the part that i wish there was someone who was privy to all of that who would come out and really say what happened right you know what i mean who could really say this is what was being done this is how it was handled and this is why things unfolded the way that they did that's the part that i'm like i really want to uncover like the reality and the full truth of it and i don't think i don't know that we'll ever get there because i'm sure there's a lot of people trying to protect that situation yeah man it's crazy i know so i'm going i know and i also know that it is on audible if you're not a reader and you'd rather listen oh, to it oh yes <laughs> but it's not read by Brittany. No, it's in fact, by... isn't it read by? Oh, um, I can't remember. It's like a famous actress. It is Michelle Williams. There you go. It's Michelle Williams who reads the book. So, this has been a fun episode. Yeah, I feel like we've had a lot to talk. I think we could talk for two hours, but I don't know if anybody wants to listen to that. So, nope. <laughs> we hope you guys have a wonderful November, and. We'll be back next month as we roll into the holidays and we're going to talk about our TV club. So join Woo! our Top 40 TV club, watch the holiday, watch the morning show. About a week prior to us airing the episode, we will put some polls up for you to engage in so we can share those results on our episode and chat all things Brandy's TV club idea. So You're such a natural at this, Angelina. Oh, thank you. I can just sit here and watch you instruct. Maybe in my next life, I'll go into journalism. Like broadcast. Maybe so. You're Maybe natural. I Maybe I go on the morning show. Hoda, I'm coming for you. No, I'm kidding. Oh, man. It'd be <laughs> a dream. Hoda. It would be a dream oh, to work with Hoda. Hoda and Jenna. Yes, I know. Well, thank you guys so much for joining today. And we hope you had as much fun as we did. If you didn't, let us know. And <laughs> but just keep tuning in. Please thank keep you. coming back. Please keep coming back. Um, <laughs> well, you guys have a great month. Have a and stay tuned for our next episode. We have some really great people coming on board. I think the next episode that we are airing is Tanya Wade Williams, who is a first time novelist, a seasoned marketer, and she has a lot of lovely things to say about following your passion as well as career development and parenting. She is just such a joy. I love Absolutely. her so much. She's speaking of chasing of your dreams. Yeah. She had so much to say on chasing your dreams and pivoting. It was good. Very good. Yes. All right. Well, you guys have a good one. Thanks again. Cheers. Thank you all so much for listening in. And as a member of our community, we want to hear from you. Follow us on social at Talk 40 to Me podcast and share your feedback on today's topic. How is the conversation relevant in your life? And is there a topic you'd love to hear us discuss? On that note, cheers to aging gracefully, living life to the fullest, and enjoying another day with your besties in life.